When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo. Yo. How are you? Well, you know, been better. Yeah, I mean, I you're think, safe. Yeah, I'm safe. Thank God. Everyone that I talked to yesterday, you know, just you're sending out those messages. Where are you? You good? You safe? Yes. Of course, people messaging me. Sure. Yeah. It's been said over and over and over that we can't have nice things, but I don't know how else to... So, yeah, I mean, people know where I stand. If you've right. listened to this program for any length of time, you know what I think. Do you think it changes you know? anyone's mind? That, I was asking Snowcone about no. that last night. Uh, no, I mean, someone who's actually involved. I see these people who say, I'm so traumatized now, I don't think I can be in a public place ever again, or certainly not in the near future. If any of those people... Uh, feel that way is it possible that any of those people previously had different opinions and they've do you, th- do you think i don't know maybe i don't know i mean i would hate to think that that's what it takes you know, right cha- but i i didn't know i mean we really talked don't. about it and i've said it before i mean when we decided i mean nothing happened after sandy hook right and now we have children shot again yeah and it's you know it'll be the same basic discourse you know Outrage, and then, I mean, yesterday on social media, you know, we're not even positive what happened, and it's already devolved into horrifying, horrifying comments, right? A lot of it. I saw a lot of just just dumb stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, the... I guess ubiquitous uh if not um i i certainly am annoyed by them but they they seem to be ubiquitous and they they seem to be obligatory that someone has to come along every time there's a discussion being had about this online and say oh real quick let me just interrupt and show you here's all these stats about basically about why you can't do anything about it 
Like, we already do stuff. So, right. we can't do anything about it. And I just, man, I get really? so angry when I see that. Talking about, look at this state compared to this state. This state has laws. This it's state all doesn't. It's so stupid. Smoke and mirrors. I mean, I had one guy tweet me or whatever it is on X saying, well, why were kids out of school? They shouldn't have been there. I'm like, what that's are we talking about? I didn't hear that one. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what level. we're talking about. Why were the kids out of school? So, it, you know, if it was adults, then that's part of the risk. I mean, I, none of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't so think dumb. normal people think like that. Right. But I'm saying that's how far it devolves. Immediately. Right? Immediately no you time. get, right? That's it. Yep. You know. And the debate on and on and on about, you know, what was the motivation of the shooter? You know, was this a mass shooting? Was this, or was this just people caught in the uh, crossfire? And I, you know, I understand. Okay, wanting answers, right? And I, and I do think it, it can potentially help us solve problems, although it hasn't in the past, if we know details about what happened. But at the end of the day, if this many people got shot and this many people are dead, and this is where it happened. It happened with guns. So to those people that got shot, you know, does it matter if right. the person, if they, that they were caught in crossfire or... I mean, we're going to have this argument over and over again. You know, oh, you know, if you outlaw guns, you know, it's all bumper sticker rhetoric. It's if you outlaw guns, and only outlaws will have guns, right? I mean, this is all we talk about. And it, it doesn't, it, you know, the ball doesn't get moved down the field. No. For lack of a better term, it just stays the same, and it's going to stay the same. But I, I just can't get over the fact that we see these polls over and over and over, and we see them almost every time something like this happens. The vast majority of Americans support some type of reform, some right. type of new res- restrictions and new policies. It's a pretty decent majority. We're not talking about just 51% here. And it's why I think, like, Joe Biden can say, this is where I stand. I want this. You know, I hope you'll stand with me. Because I think he knows that most people right. do. But yet it doesn't happen. It just it, it, it doesn't happen. You will get the, the angry people who want nothing, who say it's all bad. You're infringing on the constitutional you know what'll happen, rights. But- and, I, and I don't have the stats to back it up right now. What will happen today and tomorrow is that they'll sell more guns. Mm-hmm. It's about money. That's all it's about. About money. It's not about and common sense. The and, they, and as long as they can get enough people to be vocal about it, as long as they can convince you that you need it and that you need to buy more of it, then they will continue to do it. Yeah. Because it's about money. Yeah. Fear. Give us money out of fear. Right. Buy more guns. And then with that money, something horrible will, happened with those guns. Yep. Now we need to buy more. Buy more. And we will use that money to support politicians' right. re election campaigns. It's not hard to follow the money. No. It's not a conspiracy theory. And the NRA, I mean, when we talk about it, the NRA, you know. It used to be they are, a completely different thing. Of course. Right? And they are what they are, but you know, they, they, they are a scarecrow. So these gun manufacturers don't want to get in any trouble, right? And they don't want you hating them. So when's the last time you saw a gun manufacturer say anything? Never. Never. You know why? 
because they pay the NRA to say it. So what does the NRA say? Well, if you outlaw guns only, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll you tell you what we need to do. They'll, they'll go as crazy as you want to go. Mm-hmm. They'll start, well, I think, you know, we should start arming preschool teachers. And people will go, what the hell? And they'll get people to agree with them. But why, do they, they do. why do they do that? Why? Because... Because they're a fundraising organization. They're right, and it changes the argument. Yep. The argument then becomes, well, we can't put guns in preschool teachers' hands. And then a year later, And then later, people, people are arguing like, about it, whether yeah. we should. Oh, that teacher didn't have a gun? <laughs> right. And then we have, we have people arguing about it instead of arguing about or working towards change. Yeah. Because now we're arguing about what... And do you think the NRA really thinks we should be arming preschool teachers? No. No, they don't think that's the answer. What they do think is if we can go out and say something, if we can go out and do something, then all this fire will be about what we talk about. Make sure that it's not that guns are the problem. (laughs) Right. Yes. Right. So then we can argue the absurdity of all this. And, you know, six, seven days, we'll be back to where we want. And... uh, as to the, if we outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. And they talk about, you know, these guns are bought illegally. These, or these particular guns were bought illegally, so laws wouldn't have stopped it. Right, yeah. there you go. Same Why do you thing, think these guns are available? Available? Teachers are to blame because they let, the door was unlocked. Oh, that was How amazing. long did we talk about that? Yeah, amazing. The door was unlocked. Come on. That's not the, it's the argument they want to have. Right. It's the debate they want to have. It's not the debate. That's not the debate. They know better than that. You know better than that if you think about it. The door was unlocked. The door was unlocked. She propped it open to get her lunch. Yeah, Must boy. Must be her fault. Blood's on her I'll hands. I'll tell you what. Well, why? 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 Because that's what they want us to argue about. And I think about. that was the police, right? Mm-hmm. That were yeah. like, I mean, God, it was just. That's what they want us to argue about. So if you have It takes laws, more good guys with guns. Well, we had 800 of them yesterday. Right. 800 of them. 800 good guys with guns. In the area, I heard. So I don't know if that means that they were... I mean, 800 is a lot, whether it was all across the parade but or if it well, was... It was 800 I heard on say, site, they said. Yeah. So across but, the parade, 800 okay. good guys but working. I watched that video of those cops running into Union Station. I'm sure you guys saw it, too. You've got the uniformed officers. Then you've got what looks like National Guard, maybe. A few people that look like feds. And then did you guys notice the guys in the Chiefs jerseys? If you watch as those cops are running in, you see the different departments. It even looks like there might be a highway patrol. But then you'll see these guys running in in Chiefs jerseys with backpacks, and you're like, that's a cop. That's right. more cops mm. who are undercover. Well, uh, that's what uh, I heard. I did hear the police chief say that not only were there uniform, uniform. police officers, uh-huh. and not only from KCMO, but mm-hmm. from other yeah, precincts or whatever that mm-hmm. came in and helped with the parade. But also there's, you know, because of the amount of people – there's detectives, yeah. There's homicide detectives. There's all kinds of, who are down work out there working. Yeah. So, you know, but that, you know, she said there was 800 good guys out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not blaming them. Oh, I I, people, I'm just saying there's 800 good guys. Where's that argument? Heard people saying they were. I saw some of the witness reports who said I've never been so happy to see cops in my life because they they were. Close to when yeah. those first shots rang out, and they were rushing towards it. Can you imagine if they were just over slightly on the other side of the crowd, and you're hearing that? You turn right. everywhere, and you don't see them. But that just goes to show you that even those good guys with the guns 
can't right. stop the bad guys with the guns. You can oh. say, well, they, they did stop them eventually. Eventually. Well, looks to me like some good Samaritans were tackling them eventually. You know, but, initially. I mean, they got there. They, they got did their there, job. They did they, their job, you know, but, but they can't prevent it from <clears throat> happening. No, of course not. Just by being there. It, obviously, their presence does not deter no. people. Because uh, their presence, people knew, presumably, those are all good guys with guns. And the right. bad guys with guns did not think, I'm not going to do this because I know there's good guys with guns here. Of Didn't course work. not. Didn't work like that. Of course not. And then you get the argument, and you know the NRA's putting this out, and you know they'll get people to scream it. Well, not, you know, because what we really need is the death penalty. See, they want us to argue. You, everybody saw that yesterday, right? We need to. Uh, yeah, we should it, gut them and hang them by their heads. They're putting yeah. out that argument because why? Because it changes the argument. Mm-hmm. It changes the argument, and they want us to get into that argument about. Well, should there be a death penalty or shouldn't there be a death? That's what the now. Hey, great. Or we should torture them. You guys would, argue yeah. about that. Yeah, as if we don't argue know that works. about that, right? Yeah, and of course, it's a. It makes for a good argument. They're not dumb. Yeah, it gets people distracted. Now we're talking about something else, right? We're talking about public hangings because the problems the guns. It would seem to me that that's you know the, the biggest single the guns, issue here, right? Is the guns the guns? I mean. The problem is the guns. It's it's gun violence. Yeah, and I see there's people, two things in that. Two 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 words in that. It's gun violence. Right. First part, gun. Right. Kind of causes the violence. Re- remove remove one of those things. Mm-hmm. Violence. Oh, there was a fight. Right. I didn't hear about it. Right. Quite a, bit, quite, a bit, quite a bit different. Quite a bit different. Because it's about guns. And people say, and well, it's about guns, and it's about money. Well, these mass shooters, they buy their guns legally. You know, it doesn't stop them. Well, part of the thing is we would like to add restrictions to background checks, do a better job with background checks. That's something that a lot of people are asking for. But also, then you say, well, then the other people, they buy them illegally, so none of the laws in the world will help. Well, why are these guns so cheap for them to buy? Why can these kids go buy a gun on the street for 20 bucks? Right. That would tell me there's a lot of guns. Right. Maybe too many. Right. The problem is the guns. So... And what are the they guns? Come the from guns, the guns are money. Right. Guns are money. It's like, well, he bought that Oxycontin off someone else illegally, so who cares? You know, just because well, if you banned Oxycontin, yeah, but then I wouldn't be able to get it from the right. guy who illegally sold it. Sure. You know? Well, we're going to talk about it because there is, you bring up Oxycontin, and there is a solution. There really is. Like, nobody wants to talk about it because it really kind of pisses off people on both sides. And I've brought it up before, and it's made you guys mad at me, to some degree. But I've been talking about it, and I think you can agree with this, for 10 years. And, and I think if, if, if we just had people talk about what a solution could be, and stick to that, and don't, let's not get distracted with, should there be capital punishment now should right. we hang people in so centers? ridiculous should kids not be able to go to parades like right. what arguments these are all arguments that we don't need to have so am i supposed to guess what this thing no is? you're not going to guess what this is going to i'm gonna we're going to bring on somebody who uh, i happen to agree with a lot well, we have a lot in common. And they're going to talk about We're going to talk about it together because it's about? one of these things that me and him both agree on. Okay. And, uh, and and I believe it's a solution, and he can lay it out 
you know, a lot better than I can. Okay. And so uh, here, coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to have Jason Kander on. Oh, nice. And uh, I talked to him this morning, and he's going to come on and, you know, and talk about what happened. And we'll get to what at least I believe, and, I, and I'm pretty sure, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm pretty sure he believes is at least part of the solution. I believe it could be the whole solution, a, a big part of the solution. I don't think we're ever going to get rid of this, mm-hmm. but I think this could be a very, very big part of the solution. And, um, you know, I don't know how far he'll go, but the left and right are both to blame. Okay. And we'll talk to Jason Kander about it coming up. The Church of Laszlo. Jason Kander, how are you, my friend? Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm all right, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, it's almost, um, you know, it's sad and, and uh, uh, because you, you almost become numb to it, don't you? Yeah. Are we on, by the way? Yeah, we are. Is that all right? Okay. It's totally fine. I just, just was curious. Oh, yeah. um, I was, it would help me figure out whether or not I was okay to cuss. Yeah, you can um, cuss. You can cuss. You're fine. We got you. Okay. Hey, um, um, so people, Jason Kander, um, you know, a, a, a friend of the program, a, a really, really, really smart guy, a guy uh, that has been out there on, on a lot of issues and a lot of topics. And, you know, you can go back and look at his resume um, and all the things that he's done locally in the state and and then, you know, nationally as well. Um a lot of things me and you have in common. We both have, uh, you know, kids who play baseball. We're both Royals fans. We both love going to baseball games. We both served in the military. Um, and I think we both see these gun issue the same way, which, um, you know, that's enough to build a relationship on, I think, of things in common. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, it's, you know, like you were saying about being numb. I mean, there's a few thoughts I've had about this since it happened the other day other day i guess it was yesterday um is that like one there was a time where uh, when this would happen it would be like we would have felt in addition to all of the horrible loss of life and and everything that's happened like i mean i'm sure we all know somebody i do you know that's been affected by it but there'd also be this sense of like oh well we don't want the world to think that this is what kansas city is like but this is so like disgustingly common now right. that that hasn't even entered anybody's mind because there's nobody around the world watching this thinking, Oh, that really reflects on Kansas city because every place in America seems to be like this now right. to the point where, you know, while a lot of people have reached out to me from around the country and said, you know, are you doing okay? And all that, there's other people who have called me in the last day, like for work and stuff. And it, they didn't even think about it. And I'm not right. mad at them. It's just that it's so common that it, they don't even think about it as a regional thing that might be affecting people here. And then my other thought is like, man, even before this, I feel like most of us knew somebody who had at minimum somewhere in the country been at the scene of a mass shooting. I've known, uh, sadly, I've known multiple people who have been either victims of or well, been victims of mass mm-hmm. shootings. And, and now that list only gets bigger because it's happened in our hometown. And like, it's just insanity. Like, yeah, right. Well, and it's happened in our hometown before because my ex-in-laws were uh, at a at a shooting at the mall at uh, Ward Parkway. Yeah. I think it was however right. many years ago that was. But you're right. I said the same thing to our producer last night. I was texting him and I said, you know, what's crazy is I don't think people look at this and go, oh, those Kansas City fans or, oh, Kansas City. They just go, oh, America. 
if they yeah. if they even pay attention to it enough to let it register that it happened, then they just go, oh, you know, America again, of course. not Kansas City. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Oh, it's the first time it's happened there, and they've had how many parades? Right. You know, seriously. And I'll be honest, there is part of me that I hate to. I I I didn't even know if I would say it out loud or if I should say it out loud. But there is part of me that goes, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of not surprised. And I I right. if, if anything, I, I was. Kind of surprised when I left those parades in the past and thought everything went off without a hitch. There were no gunshots, you know, no problems. That that almost feels more surprising now than the other way around. Yeah, no, that's completely right. Like I, I am embarrassed to say, I guess that like you know this is our fourth championship parade, and I, I'm a huge fan of the Royals and Chiefs, and I and you know as as you mentioned, I have kids and like my son really wanted to go to the parade last year mm-hmm. and i have always for years i was i was like making up excuses to my, why i wasn't going to go so i've never been to one of them and uh and i always chucked it up personally to like you know i have ptsd from afghanistan and i i was actually kind of embarrassed about it i was like because i don't i don't deal well with like having my family with me around large crowds anyway but now it's like, yeah, like I, I'm not saying like, not, it's certainly not like a, Ooh, I was right. It's like, it's like what you were saying. It's it's just like, unfortunately to say it is of course, yeah, of, it's course. A, it's an of course, yeah. moment. it's like, oh, of course, right? Like I asked my, yeah. I asked my, uh, my youngest son yesterday, I said, Hey man, you want to go down there and do this? And he's like, nah, I don't want to. And there's a sense of relief, even though I thought, what a cool bonding moment between me and him. He's like, man, no, I'm good. Yeah. And there was that sense of relief because you're like, well, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't didn't go into it thinking that would happen, but I didn't go into it not not thinking it would happen, no, right? High, you know, right? You're like, man, anytime you get that many people, you know, or, you know, hell, not even that many people, I guess, you know, even when I say it like that, it sounds like I'm trying to make an excuse for it, you know, and mm-hmm. it, 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 then you, just, you stop now. yourself and you back yourself up and you're like, no, it doesn't have to be that many people. And I've been saying this for a long time. Again, we're talking to JC Kander and, um, you know, uh, people want to debate and they, they want to get in these arguments. And, and I saw it yesterday, you know. Uh, on social media just devolved so quickly, so mm-hmm. quickly into, you know, just horrible, you know, from the just the dumbest things like kids shouldn't have school off. So they shouldn't have been to the parade. Like, uh, OK, <laughs> what like I, I, I can't believe that anybody else uh, believes that. But even one person saying that is like, all right, you're right. And then racism and you know, the second, and just like, you know, uh, and the argument, the distraction argument of, you know, well, we don't, you know, blame cars when cars run into people. I'm like, oh, just stop. Just stop. Because all of these, I think, are distractions, Jason. They're, they're, and, and, and I've gotten on this radio program for years and banged the desk and been disgusted. And I haven't done it in years because... Because they're distractions. They want us to argue about the distraction. You know, I saw it yesterday, and I guarantee you the NRA is slipping some of these memos out like, hey, we could make this discussion about capital punishment. And I saw it leak everywhere, and I'm sure you did too. And you're like, that's not the talk. Yeah. It's the guns, yeah. man. It's the guns, right? And, and, but if they can do that, if they can do it, if they can, you know, somebody else, you know, oh, 
you know, the, the teacher left the door pried open. What? <laughs> that's what we're going to argue about? Whether the door was open or not? Like, at, at a school, that's the argument? The argument is always these large distractions. And, and I think the NRA does it, and you're much more connected to me, but it only makes sense to me in that, in that route that they say things and put things out and continue to do things because they want the distraction. They are the boogeyman. They are the person. So the gun manufacturers don't take any heat because the NRA two days from now come out and say, hey, kids shouldn't be at parades. We should arm preschool teachers. I don't think anybody in the NRA building, if there is some Area 51 NRA building, that is sitting in there and being like, yeah. Arm the preschool teachers. No, they're like, how can we get them to argue about something else? Yeah, because the, the NRA is not really about gun ownership. The NRA is merely a corporate facade to represent uh, people who make and sell guns. Right, and that's, that's, that's it, right? They're, the ones that they're like, hey, let us take the heat. They're no different than Live Nation. Right. I mean, I know it sounds crazy in a crazy analogy, but Live Nation's like, yeah, ticket prices are high. And then the cure comes out and goes, man, I didn't know our tickets would be 100 bucks." And Live Nation's like, yeah, that's on us. That's on us. You're telling yeah. me Taylor Swift doesn't know how much money goes into her pocket every day? Of course she does. Live Nation's like, yeah, those fees, man, weird, huh? Yeah, she didn't know about it. They'll go ahead and take the heat for it. That's what the NRA does, right? They're this big thing where you're not looking at gun manufacturers. You're like the NRA. And they're like, yeah, we'll take the heat for that. Yeah, they're like, we had no idea there was gambling in this establishment. <laughs> right, exactly. Their, their, their whole, the whole, what's endlessly frustrating about this is we, we talk about, and they've got us doing this, we talk about guns as if it's like not, if it's not a product. It is a product that people sell. The, the gun companies are exactly the same as the oil companies, the pharmaceutical companies, yes. the, there's, but there's one difference, and that is, it's the only industry in the in it's the only industry for which America has passed a law that says you can't sue them. Now this or, is what I wanted to talk to you about because this mm-hmm. is what me and you have been on the same page forever. Yeah. It, yeah, is, okay. so, it is insane. And it is the left and the right. They voted on this law. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, and like, let's, let's take, I mean, if you, because if people are going to say, oh, you two liberals talking about this stuff, I, Bernie Sanders voted for it, and I called him out for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, this, that's right. Bernie Sanders voted for it, and George W. Bush signed the bill. Yes. In 2005. And, and so, and so and, they're, they're, you know, like, we can just, I and mean, this is what I think if we stick on this, and I don't want to cut you off because you're so much smarter than me, <laughs> but if we stick on this <laughs> argument, man... This is the argument. Like, it's not about capital punishment. It's not about all this stuff. Hell, we don't even have to break down the Second Amendment where I say that, hey, I haven't seen any of these shooters being a well-regulated militia. I haven't seen any of that. But that's the argument they want us to have. But if we just got rid of this law, things would change. And here's the thing. is like, I'm not like... I'm not saying like, oh, I'm not demonizing George W. Bush. Well, not for this anyway. Or and and Bernie Sanders, you know, because like it was it was 2005. Like right. a lot of this stuff hadn't happened yet. People didn't like anything else. They didn't know necessarily what the consequence would be, right? But yes. but the consequence is 
And, and to back up a little, what we're talking about is it's called it's usually referred to as placa. Uh, it's the PLCAA. It's it's the term the words for it are the Pro- uh, Protection of Legal Commerce and Arms Act. But really, it's just what's called a liability shield. It's a law that they passed in 2005 that says that you can't sue the gun companies for their product doing what it does. Right now that sounds fine, except here's why they have that. Here's why the gun companies wanted the law is that in the nineties, there were a bunch of lawsuits, some of which were becoming successful against the gun companies for, for not taking reasonable steps that were at their disposal, like not taking care to look into who was getting the guns, you know, marketing to children that kind of stuff. Now, if that sounds familiar, it probably sounds a lot like the lawsuits against tobacco, yes. which have everything to do with why when I drive down the street and somebody in the car next to me is smoking a cigarette, my son is like, Dad, look, that person's smoking, which is a lot different from when we grew up. And it was like you got on an airplane and they're like, do you want the smoking section? Right. No, you're right. And, so, and, and people, they don't really remember that that's not because Congress did stuff. That's because lawsuits which people love to demonize but there's a reason that lawsuits exist which is when there's powerful interests that that can't be regulated because politicians are being paid off with campaign contributions regular people can go to court and sue and say you know it would not be unreasonable to expect a company to do a better job with this product or to or to make this product in a safer way and it's why like suvs don't flip over anymore and truckers have to get some sleep before they get back on the road. It's all because of lawsuits. And the difference is, is that there's this one industry, guns, which we said you can no longer bring those lawsuits against guns. And then what happened is that gun crime since then has gone up 59%. The gun industry didn't do things that a jury would totally make them do if this law were, were, were not in place, which are things like make all guns smart guns. Like, right. you know, you have to. And they have, have the technology for that, right? I mean, yeah. there's a company that, oh, yeah. that's doing it right. now. There's just a one. And, of course, it's small, but they're using it. And this makes perfect sense. I was actually listening to an interview with one of the guys who runs the company. But it, they use, at least their guns in particular, use two different technologies simultaneously. One is a fingerprint uh, scanner, palm print, fingerprint. I think it might use both. But the idea is that uh, if you reach down to pick up the gun, because there's a lot of people that say, well, but then if I need it in an emergency, it wouldn't work. Well, the idea is you reach down and touch the gun. Once you're touching it, it's already registering your print. But at the same time, as you're picking it up, it also has facial recognition on the back, just like an Apple iPhone would, that's saying, okay, this is the right person. And I think if either one of those things uh, checks out, then it works. But the idea is that it needs to be almost instant. And they say it is. I mean, again, this guy was pitching the company, but they're selling them for, I think he said that they start. And keep on, this is a brand new product, but they're saying like $4,000 or something. But if you had big gun manufacturers... Implementing this technology, just like we do on phones and everything else, so people won't break into our phones, right. then uh, that price would come way, way down. Yeah, of course. Look, the only thing that has kept it from happening is that the gun companies don't have any incentive to do it. But the incentive is, the way it works is, you lose court cases, and then right. the liability becomes a problem, and then you make adjustments. But actually, more than that, if we just got rid of the law... All the stuff we argue about all the time. We wouldn't have to argue about it anymore because they would do it. They would do it because juries would be, and juries, by the way, are just, that's just 12 people getting together and deciding, literally, this is the whole concept of the country. Right. 12 people get together and they figure out what the standard in their community is. Right. And then if you want to sell stuff, 
you have to adjust to that standard or you don't get to sell stuff. And, and so when juries would get together and say, well, we think you should do a background check before you sell the people, the gun companies would turn around and lobby the government to create a background check system so they don't have to build one themselves. Right. Like yeah. it would. It, and so it's always interesting to me because they want us debating all these other things and they want to say stuff like, well, we have enough laws. And I'm like, well, how about we just get rid of one of the laws? That's what I've been saying, because we want to argue. They want us to argue all these other things. And the fact of the matter is, I think, and I don't know if you agree with this, but I think if you got rid of that law, they'd make they'd make gun owners buy insurance. Yes, absolutely they would. And, right? and then they would they would start the insurance companies and they would make tons of money. Yes, but, they so would start their own the gun the insurance day, company. Well, at the end of the day, it's actually a conservative argument because, and because the argument is, hey, how about we allow this product to be treated literally like any other product and let the market play a greater role? Because if we do that, because the, the court system is part of the market. Like it's 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 a force that every other company has to navigate. So it's part of the market as it exists. Car companies have to deal with it. You know, so yeah. Yeah, cars are a great example because thing. you can look at a car that's sold in the United States and then look at the same manufacturer selling maybe even the same model in another country that's a lot cheaper. And you go, why is it so much cheaper there? Well, because it doesn't have airbags. It, right. it doesn't have right. a, a padded dash. It's a death trap because right. their incentive is to make money. So the reason that your car here is safe is because lawsuits and laws right yeah if you go to china you you'll see like you'll think like oh well stuff's gonna be uh like less expensive there american products are gonna be less expensive there because no it's more expensive because they know that it's all safer because we have higher standards for our products so like stuff like you go to buy jeans or whatever it's more expensive there's a premium on those so so you can actually, like, when you make your product better, you make greater money in exports as well. But they don't have to worry about that because they're producing at such massive volume here with no accountability whatsoever. It's just like this special, uh, you know, like, get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. And let me, that we didn't need to. Let me ask you this. How did we get here? How did it happen that there would be one industry – that would be exempt from the legal system? Well, I'll give you two answers to that. One uh, is just basically that the gun industry has always been really powerful, and they, they have a lot of money. Um, and so just in the same way, like tobacco, you know, like if tobacco had had the ability to pass a law like this, they would have. Tobacco's problem was that, among other things, it was like much more rooted in specific parts of the country, right? Because it was grown more in the, in the southeast and that kind of thing. Um, so there's lots of companies. I mean, companies are constantly trying to get liability shields of right. some variety or another. And occasionally, not occasionally, more often than they should have should pass, there are liability shields that pass, but not total liability shields like this. It'll be a good example, and this is a controversial one is that in order to hurry through the vaccines, there was a liability shield passed for pharma on for those specific vaccines for a period of time, right? That's a good example of like, now people can disagree reasonably about right. that liability but one in shield. use and why they exist. Right. Yeah, right? But okay. this is like a blanket liability shield for this product. So how did it happen? Like politically, look, I, I would say a couple of things. One, I think people underestimated the effect that it would have policy-wise. Two, there were at that time, it's very unlike today at that time, 
the NRA was much more of a bipartisan organization because there were just a lot more Democrats who were considered pro-gun because the stakes were not as high, right? Like most people in the early 90s, most politicians were like for an assault weapons ban, for instance. Right. So like if you were if you were a Democrat from a rural area and you were pro-gun, it meant like maybe you were for concealed carry, right? right. So as a result, the NRA had a lot more support across both parties. Bernie Sanders, for instance, look, I can, I've, I've never talked to Bernie Sanders about this, but I can guess with, I think, 90% certainty why Bernie Sanders was for it. I bet Bernie Sanders didn't care about it. But he was the senator from Vermont, which is a rural state, probably a lot of gun ownership. And he was like, okay, this is what my constituents want. I doubt he even thought about it that much. Right. Okay. Because that was the political environment we were in. We hadn't gone through a bunch of mass shootings. We hadn't gone through any of that stuff. And, and so, you know, they, they passed it. I mean, it was just like a corporate handout. They do them all the time. But I, I would like to think that if they knew the Pandora's box, it was going to open, it'd be different. Hey, we need to take a quick break. Okay. So we'll do that, and then we'll come back with uh, more Jason Kander. The Church of Laszlo. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, sorry about that. One of the things that we have to do here. Uh, we are back with Jason Kander, and we're discussing, obviously, the tragic events in uh, Kansas City that took place at the parade yesterday, and uh, more specifically today, what we can do about it. Since you're familiar with politics and how some of this stuff works, every time there's a shooting... <clears throat> I see articles talking about gun reform and the percentages of Americans that support different things. Like this was an article that I found after the Uvalde shooting, and they said um, laws requiring gun purchasers to obtain a license from law enforcement to verify their identity and ensure they're not prohibited. Uh, Those laws are supported by more than 75 percent of Americans, 63 percent of gun owners and 70 percent of Republicans. Now I can go on these different laws that you see that are supported by the majority of Americans. And it's even a lot of times the majority of Republicans and gun owners. So... Why doesn't anything ever happen if even if even the, the majority of the people that we think would be, you know, the least apt to want gun reform are for these things? Is it just because yeah. of the money in, in institutions like the NRA? I will give you two answers that are 
both with each being slightly more discouraging than the other. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you bet. You bet. The, uh, the first answer is, uh, that to some extent it's like a branding or an identity thing, right? Like we all, like we, we live here in the Midwest. We all have many, many friends who like are gun hobbyists and can, and like to where guns are kind of a little bit of a part of their personality. Right. Right. And, and it's, I'm not, it's not an indictment. Like I have really good friends who I love who, who this is true about. Um, and, and so to your question about like, how can people believe this, but then still be, you know, still vote the way they do is basically the question. It's because they, they, they aren't really asked to make that connection. So like I have friends who I'll talk to them about all sorts of reasonable reforms, background checks, all sorts of stuff. And they're like, yeah, I'm for all that stuff, but I just don't want my guns taken away. And it's like, okay, because that's what they're told over and over again. But it's not even a policy choice for them. It's a signal, right? Like, so uh, you remember the uh, ad that I made in 2016? Of course. That, where I, like I, so for those who don't know, I assembled the rifle blindfolded while making the argument for background checks. I would and, also like to say, as someone who spent uh, four years in the Navy and two years in the Persian Gulf, pretty impressive. Pretty yeah, impressive. Right. Yeah. I, I couldn't uh, uh, fold my shirt the way they wanted me to, uh, with my eyes open, to tell you the truth. Let alone put military yeah. creases in it or anything. So an impressive feat, nonetheless. Well, I, I couldn't have shined my boots blindfolded, but I could do that. <laughs> and and so the, the, what I was going to say, though, is that, like, what that ad was that a lot of people missed and the reason that it won over a lot of people who, you know, I had an F rating from the NRA, but I won over a lot of people because the point of that ad was not, hey, you, sh- you should agree with me on everything on guns. The point of that ad was, hey, you and I may not agree on all of this, but you and I would get along fine. Right. Because yeah. really, a lot, of the, a lot of the arguments that, you know, all the like, they're going to take your gun stuff that the NRA pushes, what it's really saying to persuadable voters is these people are not like you and they don't like you. So that's the first reason is like it's, it's us versus them. tribal. It's tribal stuff. Yeah. The second reason and the reason I say more discouraging is that, look, I think we've largely won the argument on guns in America, but we have, thanks to gerrymandering and partisan primaries and that kind of thing, a completely dysfunctional system, particularly at the House of Representatives level that precludes or really prohibits um, politicians on the right from say, from doing things that they know are reasonable. Like, because the vast majority of districts in which people get, and you know this, but the vast majority of districts in which people run for office, their competition is not the other party. It's their own party. And so the worst thing that can happen right. for them in terms of getting beat is they have any daylight on their right, if they're a right-leaning district, or daylight on their left. So there's no incentive at all on the Republican side. Because as soon as you do it, you get what they call primary. Exactly, and and beat. You right, know? right. So, so if you represent, if you're a Republican and you represent a district, and let's just say for the sake of argument that, that we'll go with the numbers that were in this article that I found here, uh, 70, what was it, Republicans? 70% of Republicans support this type of background check that they were discussing. And so you know that 70% of your constituents support this. Yeah, Why go for right. it? Because 30% of them don't. So if someone else comes along but and I says... Think what, and Jason, you can correct me. I think what you're saying is, yeah, that's 70% nationwide, not 70% in my district, which has now been made up of three completely weird districts that aren't even next to each other, but are completely pro-gun. 
Yes. And let's imagine for a moment that it is 70 percent of the Republicans in your district. Right. That's not the 70 percent that vote in the primary. Okay. Okay. So that's the the most it's the most partisan folks who show up in that primary election. Gotcha. Now, let me ask you uh, again. We're talking to Jason Corner. And um, let me ask you another question, because even on the Twitch now, people are talking about, well, if you outlaw guns, people will be fighting with knives and you just, you know, stop it. Because, again, distraction, distract, 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 you know, and then, you know, people are talking about El Salvador. Well, El Salvador made the I'm like, stop, stop. Right. <laughs> well, what about Switzerland? They have the and it's like and then, of course, we come back and we're like, yeah, but they only give them the military. And like the idea stop. Right. We Please. all know these. We all know the stats. We, you know, like and you run to your corner and find the stats and make stuff up. Who cares? And then just put it out on social media. But if we stick to the argument of this law that mm-hmm. you're talking about, then they're okay. If you say, well, then more people would be stabbing people would not. Okay. That's it's fine. my second. Fine. It's my second amendment. I don't have to argue with you whether it's a regula- well-regulated militia or not, or if it's muskets or AR-15s, the difference. We don't have to have all these. Just let it go to court. Yeah, because what that does is it properly positions this where it belongs. What they want is they want this whole argument to be a fight between the, between us mm-hmm. and people who like who like love guns. And like I own I own a gun, but like they they want it to be, they want to separate it between this kind of American and that kind of American. But that's not really what it should be. What it should be is all Americans and greedy ass corporations. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, right. Like that's that's what's going on here. Like you can like nothing that we're talking about would would take guns out of the hands of like law abiding citizens no. at all. It, it's just, hey, uh they should be more accountable for the product that they make. And what and, and they don't want to do this for several reasons but the money, it's the money. It's the money. It's, it's all money. It's the guns which equates to money. And so it's always about money. And the other thing that, you know, of course, why do they get the, why do they really want the blanket immunity is because if you go to court, there will be attorneys who ask, well, why did you make a pink gun that only fits the, 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 the trigger only fits the hands of a child? Did you think that was dangerous at all? Yeah. But they don't want to answer that in court. They do not want to answer that in court. Yeah, Joe Camel doesn't exist anymore because right. of lawsuits. Right. And and ain't nobody, like, you know. I do smokers. miss Joe Camel. I do miss Joe Camel. <laughs> I do too, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but you know what? That's funny. But, like, smokers, smokers I'm don't. I'm a smoker. Um, I, I know, I know. Yeah. But, like, you're not like, I will fight to the death to defend Brown and Williamson. No, right. no, right. <laughs> you know? And that's the point is, like, you know, it's absurd that these gun companies have got like regular people who patronize the product being like, I will, I will fight to the death for these corporate executives. Right. <laughs> like to be no, shielded like, <laughs> to be shielded from having to be called to account. Right. For anything. And really that's yeah. all me and you are saying. I, and I really believe this. All we're saying is let it go to court. Yeah, Let man. all this stuff come out. Let the information come out. 
And let, let, let an attorney ask him, why did you make the guns like this? Do you have the ability to make smart guns? Why didn't you? Because that's what happened to tobacco. Mm-hmm. That's literally what happened. Why, why did you make Joe Camel? Why, did, why were there ads that said doctors said they were good for you? Did you know they weren't good yeah. for you at that point? Yeah, why did you, right, did you market them to kids? And then all that came out, and the cigarette companies were like, damn, man. Now, let's be honest. They're not out of business. There's still no. guys like me. I bought a pack of Lucky Strikes on the way, right? I, I bought them. I'm allowed to buy them. It's legal to buy them. Nobody here told me I can't smoke it. I just have to go outside. Like, and they cost a little right? more. Right, and they cost more money, and I've made the decision I want it. But I, I'm legally allowed to do that. They, that, sure. that, to me, is how this works if we just get rid of this law. Yeah, it's just treat it like any other product. Right. Uh, is there any talk about this? Is any? I so know I've heard we, in the so past. So that's the last thing. Now, I believe that me and you are at the so- solution base of this, and we can stop arguing about El Salvador. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I'd, I'd like to hear more from the El Salvador. <laughs> I'm interested in that debate. <laughs> but uh, how do we get? I mean, how do you get people to say, "All right, yeah, let's get rid of this law." Well, what I would the first thing I would do is I would tell people to go to Giffords.org, um, which is Gabby Giffords' organization. I, I serve on the board. It's where I get a lot of my information about PLACA, which is the law we're talking about, the PLCAA. And they can learn more about it, and they can learn more about ways they can get involved. So there's, for one thing, there are um, state-level versions of this all over the country. I think Missouri has one as well. So you can get involved in state-level activism to try and repeal the state-level version. Um, so I would encourage people to do that. Um, and then in the long run, what I would say is, is that, like, there's an election coming up, and there's a lot of election winning to do. And people have to make this one of the central issues that they that – they, uh, that they talk to their members of Congress about, that they, you know, talk to their friends about. And and that's ultimately what's going to make the difference. I, I think it's important. I think people, even people who are very in favor of common sense gun reform are like really tired, understandably, of hearing the same solutions, you know, background checks when they know, like, yeah, I'm for that. But that's clearly not going anywhere in this Congress. Right. And so I do think it is important to say, Okay, well, how about this? And to to rejuvenate that debate, particularly with something that I think would make a huge difference. And it seems to me, if I want to try to just be level-headed, it seems to me like this is something that the left and the right could say, okay. Like, it's right. not, it's not, we're not saying anybody's taking your guns. The people saying bring back the death penalty. We'll let the right. court system right. figure this hey, out. We're just saying let it go yeah. to court. Yeah, let it go to court. We're not banning them. We're not outlawing them. We're not saying you know uh, more background checks. We're not saying we're not saying any of that. We're not at that point. You're not even arguing like closed loopholes on gun shows and all this. You're not even saying that. You're saying hey, just let it go to court. Just level playing field. And here's the thing: like when you say the level, the stuff that the left and right can agree on, it's important for us to remember that that doesn't mean. You know the a holes in Congress agreeing on it, I want, because that's that's a different set of people. The sure. left and the right agreeing on something is like you and your friends talking about it at the bar on Friday night. Like that's the left and the right. And that's where it starts. Like it and and I you know I'm I'm sort of segueing in, inadvertently into my podcast, but like majority fifty four. This is what we do. Is like our whole purpose is to help people 
who have conservative friends, which is like most of the people in your listening audience and in mine, like it's like people who are progressives who have conservative friends who want to keep those friendships, but win those people over to their arguments. And if we do that, that's so much more effective because of the credibility of those personal relationships than any TV ad. So yes, it's, it's making these arguments individually to your friends, to like the other parents, you know, on your kids' sports teams and, you know, getting them to come over to your cause a little bit more. That's how you expand the majority. Right. Do you think and I, uh, uh, that there is a chance that, and, and we talked about voting in, in elections and, and becoming a part of the solution and talking about this law, and I think we've laid out how we think it could work, how we got here, why we got here, how it was left and right to get here. And it's going to take left and right to get out of here. But there is a solution. And it doesn't include all of the things we're arguing about. It's a, it, it, it's not a simple solution, but it's a solution. But I am curious if we are even going to hear any candidates talk about it. Uh, you will, but you won't hear them... If we talk about it more and more, you're going to hear more candidates talk about it. The reason that candidates don't talk about it is because one of the hardest things to do when you're running for something is educate people about something. And you can't explain this in 30 seconds. You can. It's just, look, candidates, they're not lazy. They're just busy. And, And so what happens is. It's, it's way like if you're talking to a crowd and you're trying to make them understand you're on their side, it's way easier to just recite like background checks, you know, right. But, but instead, like we need to make this one of the things that people bring up right away, because it, I, I agree with you that it is far more persuasive and much simpler. Right. I appreciate you, man. I, I really do appreciate you coming on the show. I, I, I've, uh, I've been a fan of yours for a long time and, uh, you know, as Likewise. yesterday, you know, it was like I didn't even want to talk about it. Uh, and mm-hmm. I knew that if I did, I'd just be pissed, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. I, I'd play into that fight. Yeah. And uh, I just needed time to I be did. like, all right, take a breath, man. Take a breath. And I knew that if I did that, I'm like, you know what? I got I got to I, I got to text Jason. He's got to come on because because we got it. This message has to get out there. It has to get out there. Well, I always enjoy talking to y'all. Um, I listen uh, right up until the time when I pick up my kids. Right. Well, that's a good um, idea. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, my daughter, I can listen. Right. Uh, she's three. My son. That's no, a little too much. I get it. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, look, sometimes my I have a uh, uh, 12-year-old, and he's like, hey, my friends are talking about I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. You know what? Tell your friends. My uh, 16-year-old texted me the other day. He's like, what are you doing? And I said, why? He said, you're talking about killing hookers on the metaverse. And I'm like, it was an analogy. He's like, quit it, Dad. Like, I'm just getting texts from all my buddies. I'm like, okay. You know, so I get it. Don't, not everybody should listen to it all the time. So I, I didn't mean to come on and be like, here are the times not to listen. (laughs) But uh, that's not super helpful, I assume. Um, But anyway... But I do listen. Let's emphasize that. Right. And uh, and I, you know, I, I, I've always enjoyed talking to y'all. So I'm happy to come on anytime. It's always fun. Thanks, I appreciate Jason. you. And I think you know, I, I, as we get, I think this message is important today. But I'd love to talk. Just have you on again, and like, because I think if we talk about this, about how it changes, why it changes, and we continue to bring it up, then. You know, man, I'm not dumb enough to think that I can make a change. I, I'm not, and and I'm frustrated. 
And you get to a point to where the feelings are like, you know, when I first started screaming about gun control and, you know, you felt anger and I've gotten to the point to where I feel almost helpless and that's pretty scary. You know, where you're just like, hey, it is what it is, whatever, man. Like, this is what you guys want. This is how you want the country. You know, I can't argue with you anymore. I can't. I'm, I, I can only bang my fist so many times, right? Uh, you know, but I think finding this thing between me and you, where we're like, this is a thing. Like, this is a thing. Like, there's there's a little bit of hope at the end of the tunnel here. We don't have to bang our fists. Like, here's a thing you we could all get to. And in, 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 I don't know, man. I feel like there's a little bit of hope with this. There is, and what I would say is that I think the key is to like continually be trying to find the thing, and continually, like, if we're constantly trying to figure out what is the thing we say that seems to get through? Like right. that's, that's yeah. kind of, that's, that's the good side of politics. Like the, you know, that, that search for what resonates, like that's, that's the, the somewhat inspiring positive pursuit of political persuasion, which right. is a lot of peas in a row, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So where can they go and learn about this law? And then where can they listen to your podcast? Oh, thanks. So go to Giffords.org. Um, and uh, my podcast is Majority 54. You can get it wherever fine podcasts are for free. And at Difference.org, they can read about this law and discover Giffords. more. Of this, huh? Giff- Gifford. Oh, Gifford. Yeah, Gifford. Like, Gifford. Right. Gabby like, Gifford. Like Gabby, Gabby Giffords. Yeah. Right. Um, Gabby Giffords. We go to Giffords.org, and, and there's information about this law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, like, look up. Like, if you just Google Giffords and gun industry immunity, you're going to find it. She's got gun laws right there at the top of the website, too, so just click on Mm -hmm. it. Hey, I really appreciate you, and uh, thanks again. And we'll be be calling you uh, again. We will. All right. Good to talk to you all. Thanks, Thanks, Jason. See you. The Church of Leslie. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Well, you know, what's interesting is as we're talking to, like we had just started talking to Jason. Right, and I will say, uh, Snowcone, you're going to isolate that, right? I sure am. And I think, you know, one of the things we can do is isolate that interview in podcast form. It'll be out in a few minutes. Send it out. And then please find it on social media and retweet it. Tell people to listen to it. Because I do believe there is a solution in there. And, and it's singularly focused, right? It's right. not Singu- confusing. No, right. It's not. It's not confusing. There's not a lot of details you got to remember. And if, we, if you listen to that and then send it out and have other people listen to it, I, I honestly believe we, could, we, we might be able to do some good. Yeah. I think, you know, the key, the key being that it really is, this is it. This is what we're asking. Right. And this is a thing that, like Jason said, we think that you can get your conservative friends. Right. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them to agree with. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing about it that nothing, should be liberal or conservative. There isn't. Right? It's just a simple, it's not, we're not adding more laws. We're taking one away. Right. Take one law away and we could see significant change. Yeah. Yeah, as we were talking to him, right as we started talking to him, I looked at my phone. I realized uh, my neighbor had texted me and sent me a video of Candor talking. And then I, he's texting me. He's like, oh, you've got him on the air right now. Sorry oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, so okay. I was like, well, that's good, right? Yeah, right. We, we definitely thought that it would be fitting. And, uh, and Laszlo, by the way, was uh, the, the one who made that happen. And I did talk to someone, and I don't know if they're going to be on yet or not. I've been getting messages, but I know there's been uh, quite a few witnesses who've been on the news and uh, witnesses slash survivors, right? Right. And uh, one of them that's done quite a bit of press had talked about coming on the show. So if they end up having time to come on the show today, you know, that'd great. be great. If not, uh, we'll keep doing our thing. And if we hear from them, we hear from them. But we can do some news coming up. I think you know what is in the news, a lot of what's yeah. in the news, at least. But we can discuss it coming up. The Church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. The news. Mm-hmm. So there was a parade in Kansas City yesterday. And, uh, you know, city's done this before. Lucky enough to have done one for a World Series team. I mean, yep. almost within the last decade, you got a World Series team. It has it was, been the right? last decade. 2014? 2015 was the 2015 oh, was the Royals parade. Okay, good. So within the last decade, you've had five, a four World four. Series. Yeah, yeah, and then three three Super Bowl parades. And, uh, you know, we've been to them. It's a good sure. time. Oh, you, one of the best days of my life, man. Right. It's one amazing. of those things that as a kid – I never really thought I'd live to see it. It just seemed impossible no. that something like that was going to happen. I got to hear the stories from my older siblings or mm-hmm. parents about, well, you know, the team used to be great. They yeah. won this back in this year. And I'm like, okay, well, that was a stone age, and so I don't right. think it's happening again. So just the thought of it was too hard to imagine. And then when it happened, it's still a little too hard to imagine. And even when it happens more than once, then it becomes in some ways even more hard to believe because you're saying, not only no, are we doing this, we're doing this again. But, of course – Someone has to come along and ruin it, and it's it's something that has ruined a lot of get-togethers in this country in the last 
especially I would say 20 years, sure. but just one of those things that's always on our minds. It, it was probably on your mind if you went to the parade uh, before it happened. There's a good chance it was on your mind at the last parade when it didn't happen and the parade before that because it's just something that we as Americans think about. And, you know, it's like we talked to Jason Kander about this earlier, and I said that I had been texting Spencer. I said, but, you know, what's crazy is I don't think anyone looks at this in the national news or international. My German friends were texting me. They, they sent me messages, sure. hey, are you Okay. So this was international news, and I don't think people look at it and go, oh, those Kansas City fans, or oh, Kansas City. This isn't like when a fan base overturns a bunch of cop cars and lights the streets on fire. Oh, those fans, they're rowdy. People see this and they go, America, right? That's what they think. They think America. Now, you know, there are some inspirational things that have come from this. I would say that we all can agree that that image, that video, of one of the shooters, alleged shooters, being tackled mm-hmm. by parade right. goers, chasing him down, tackling him, uh, getting the gun kicked to the side. That girl yep. who comes along and picks the gun up and and takes it uh, out of frame there. It's, it's amazing. They're heroes. And the thing I kept seeing last night under every video, it didn't matter if it was posted on a local subreddit like KC or Chiefs or on a national one like Crazy Videos, whatever. All of them said the same thing. Those people are heroes. Give them season tickets sure. or something, right? They right. deserve, they deserve our admiration. Season tickets for life. They yeah. deserve our admiration. It only took moments for a city full of Super Bowl joy to be overcome with grief. We became part of a statistic of too many Americans, those who have experienced a mass shooting. Wednesday was supposed to be a party. Schools closed with almost a million people expected downtown to celebrate the back-to-back Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City, let me hear you one time. Right after the parade and rally, officials say someone started shooting. Video obtained by TMZ Sports appears to show the moment's gunfire erupted. Some in the crowd flee as police rushed in. At least one person was killed, identified overnight as local radio DJ Lisa Lopez Galvan. More than 20 wounded, some seriously. Among those hurt, at least 11 children, ranging from 6 to 15 years old. Now, Snowcone, you know uh, nurses that you mm-hmm. talk to. Mm-hmm. There's just something about hearing that from these nurses who are at one of these hospitals and say they're bringing in children right now with gunshot wounds. Yeah. I was told a third grader and a fourth grader who were siblings were both rushed to Children's Mercy and were undergoing surgery. And yeah. Now, is the confirmed – I know that there were people uh, – several of those people they said were in very critical condition as of – Last night, maybe this morning, but I think there was like are eight life threatening. They said. Are, now, have are, are we still though? At, are we at one or two? I've heard both. There's been conflicting reports. I agree. I mean, so far, it's officially one. Okay, so we're we're back to I just think officially one. one. But yeah. there were headlines that it said a second I person had died. I saw the Casey Star said okay. the second person. Oh, died. you did? Yeah. Okay, like good. Because I swear I saw that. But right. we don't know that. But for we sure. don't. We don't know. Officially, right. it's one. It looks like a lot of the headlines. Still and say I heard today that they said there could be more people who are injured. That wouldn't surprise yeah. me. That, like, maybe more than what we think as people who got hit and wasn't life-threatening and ran. And, and ran. And went some, put, yeah. took themselves to mm. a, different a doctor or yeah, a hospital, yeah. you know, because, you know, at first I didn't think about that, but I'm like, of course. Yeah. Like, if, you know, there's bullets flying and you got grazed on the leg or something, right? And you're like, damn. Yep. Well, you just keep going, right? No, yeah. you know. Yeah, we think that we're so good at collecting data, which we can be. Sure. But in moments of chaos, like I think that, there'll be more and more as the story be continues. Sure. Yeah. 
And seeing those images of the kids' shoes left behind because they were running and right. you just, you know, presumably they ran so fast that they yep. were losing their shoes as they were going and the strollers that were left behind. Yep. And, uh, yeah, yeah. well, we've already said it. Yeah, what else is there you to know, say? Uh, and the fact that the parade was over, I mean, you know, the, the main festivities were over. It like, just all you ended. had to do le- now was just leave. leave. That's it. And and this debate about what motivated these shooters, what well, I, what difference does it make? Right? Who cares? I understand that there are differences, but for what we're discussing here, that this is a tragedy, and that it it, it, it has, you've had people on TV saying, "Now I'm scared. I'm so traumatized." Some of, you know saying these things through tears. Right. I can't go back out in a public space like this again. To that person, what difference does it make if the person? Bought a gun and went down there with the manifesto, or right. if it was two people uh, in a gang fight exchanging right. bullets. It, it, I, yes, I understand why the police will need to look into this. And yes. why, I, I get all that. But, but for it our doesn't sake, need... It can be part of the discussion, but it doesn't need to shape the you discussion. You can't just qualify it by right. just saying, oh, but it was just a gang It doesn't shooting, shape the discussion and it happened at all. To, happened to hit these other people. Right. They weren't trying to hit those people. No. What? It doesn't shape the discussion at but all. They, but they did hit those people. Uh, the police chief, of course, was interviewed along with the mayor afterwards talking about the quick response and the arrest of the suspects. Stacey Graves, Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. At the conclusion of the chief's rally today, there were shots fired on the west side of Union Station. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. We're still gathering information on the number and the status of victims. But like I said, we know that one of the victims is deceased. We also know that officers ran towards danger. Officers were there to keep everyone safe. I'm angry at what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. We had over 800 law enforcement officers, Kansas City and other agencies, at the location to keep everyone safe. Because of bad actors, which were very few, this tragedy occurred, even in the presence of uniformed law enforcement officers, who again ran towards them and took them into custody. I saw people saying, well, you know, should uh, cities try and get metal detectors put together and entry sites for things like parades? And I just thought, is that what you're talking about? It's just distraction. Well, and and Lazo, I will just say in the defense of some of those people, some of those people might be very pro, you know, gun reform and angry about all this. But just like, hey, so, you know, until they do something about guns, are we, you know, can they put up metal detectors? Can they do this? And it's just like, that's what we're going to do for everything. We want to go outside now. We have to walk through a metal detector. You know, I don't even know if that's a, a, a feasible thing. I don't know if there's been events where police have done something like that or orchestrated something like that. You're talking about a, a big chunk of the city geographically and then just the number of people involved. I would imagine it would make it quite difficult to try and funnel people through. But, you know, they do it at, at, sure. at football stadiums and all that. I get it. I just think it's a little different trying to get them in that one area. You don't have nearly as many places to get in. I, you know. What? There's there's so many things, but uh, not what you want to be in the national news for. I mean, obviously it was huge news last night. Like I said, it was clearly international news because I was getting messages from Europe. And then 
uh, I wake up this morning and it's just the mayor and uh, the some of the heroes that were involved all over the national talk shows all, all morning. So thus far, what we know is the number of victims, uh, which is in excess of 20, nine children who were shot. In terms of suspect motives, that is something that we are not disclosing yet. We do have investigators that are working on that. We also know that this, at least from sounds, was some sort of rapid-fire firearm that would be either consistent in situations with a switch device or something else that fires rapidly rather than perhaps a traditional-type revolver. That being said, this is all under investigation. Investigation, and we'll look forward to sharing more as we receive it. Uh, Mayor Lucas, unfortunately now you're the city that we're talking about. We have these stories way too many times, and I heard you say that you don't want us yeah. to live in fear of going to a public events. But aren't we there? It's heartbreaking to me to look at everybody in their Kansas City chief jerseys, the players, the crowd, there for celebrations. Aren't we at that stage now where it's just terrifying to go anywhere in this country? Um, you know, I was thinking about this through the night. As you imagine, as you could imagine, I really couldn't sleep last night. Yeah. And I was thinking about if we're if we're lucky enough to have another championship, is this something in good conscience that we could put together again? Your your story mentioned shootings at a Texas Rangers parade and for the Denver Nuggets and in so many places and at malls and others. I thought about my own child not being there, and frankly, I was grateful he wasn't. And so I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that this is not the way I want to live. Mm -hmm. I'm not 40 years old yet, but so I'm, I'm not some super old man. But I remember in America where you could go to big events without a fear of shooting, where schools weren't armed fortresses and where you didn't have to see this happening again and again. And I want us to get back to that. Well, I am 40 years old, so I am super old man. And I remember yeah. that stuff, too. I yeah, remember you and I talk about it all the time. I remember things were a lot different. It felt like not that long ago. No. I wasn't scared in a movie theater looking for exits. It was not that long ago. The, the, the police looked different. Things just looked a lot different, you know? It wasn't I don't know where we went ago. wrong. It wasn't that long ago. You do not have to be very old to remember that. No, I mean, I had buddies, obviously, in Detroit text me like, hey, man, you all right? Um, well, and that got into it, like, you know, like, what, what, what happened? Right. Well, like, we didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Never worried about it. Don't worry about it in school. There's no shooting in school. Right. This wasn't a thing. No, it was not. I did hear stories about I saw one gun in gun school one time. Yeah, you'd hear you know, a story about I that. actually heard that he had one. But it was never discharged. He was the local Coke dealer. Mm -hmm. And I think he might have just said he had one so that you didn't, so that you paid him. Right. You know, that was it. But nobody was worried about him shooting people. Right. We had a guy who had one in his car. Someone told on him, and they right. found it. He was expelled forever. Right. But I never saw one. No. And I never th sat in a classroom and looked around and went, How do I get out of here? Which one of these guys is going to shoot this room up, and right. how would I get out of here if they start? Or if I started hearing and gunshots in the hallway. And my kids have to do that. Right. They're doing drills now. Right. They're doing drills for just that. And the doors have been, re have been reinforced. And the schools have been locked down like fortresses, like you said. You know, it's And crazy. it comes across in different ways, and it makes you think about it when you know you have kids and... I think when you're yourself, you, you think about how do I get out of the movie theater, but you're also, you know, we, we, I think our brains, I, I'm not a very smart man, but I think our brains have to compartmentalize that to some degree of it won't happen to me because if you thought about that it would happen to you, you wouldn't do anything, right? right? You, so your brain has to somehow be like, 
Okay, but when it's your kids, you think about it, you know, and I remember, you know, my kid getting into a fight in school, you know, and I was like, you know, well, what are you thinking? You could have got out of there. He's like, I was thinking about surviving. Yeah. You know, we didn't think about that when we got into a fight. Right. You know, but that was in part of his mind, like, you know, I don't know if these kids have guns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not anything we ever thought about. something that we were worried about. Worried about embarrassment, maybe physical pain, right? Yeah. But it wasn't this person in my pull. Having to trudge out there after school and take your ass whooping. Yep. It wasn't this. No, it wasn't. Like, do you think he'll bring a gun? Do you think mm-hmm. he'll start shooting at people? That definitely wasn't. Someone will? Right. Well, Snowcone, you went back and forth about whether or not to bring Bomb Pop to yeah. the parade. And yeah, you just couldn't and decide. You're like, ah, so all those people. And I don't know. I know it's been okay, but. Until the night before, we were talking about it. Could he come to town and go? And, you know, he wanted to. And we, we thought about it. Because my sister has an office down there. His mom has an office down there. So we, we had, you know, good places to go. But he goes to a Catholic school. And it was Ash Wednesday. And he was looking forward to, you know, as weird as it is, as funny as it is for a kid, he wanted to get the ashes on his forehead. Mm-hmm. So right. that's he stayed in town. So we go to sure. school and do that. So, so that was go. the deciding factor yeah. was that he wanted to go to school. He for wanted that. to go to gotcha. school for Ash Wednesday, yeah. And one of the stories I saw, you guys may have seen it too, but it was a, a person who was at the parade that posted it somewhere on Reddit saying that they were uh, on the other side of the, of the parade route, different part of the city. So things have started to wind down, and they're standing outside. They did not go down to Union Station to see the final. Or maybe they had seen the speeches and they'd walked up. I'm not sure, but they were away from the, the gunfire a bit. Uh, it sounded like several blocks away. They did not hear the gunfire, but they started hearing sirens. Mm-hmm. What I thought was telling is this person said that she heard sirens, and then when she continued to hear sirens, she knew based on... How many sirens there was sure. and how close together they were, she said she knew immediately, oh, no, there was a shooting. That it wasn't like what could have happened. Was there a stampede? Right, sure. Did the skywalk collapse? You know, whatever it is that you think, what could have happened down there? Did someone have a heart attack? She said then she knew. And, and she wasn't trying to make a point by that, I don't think. I think she was just saying, it like, once I heard all those right, sirens, then, then I knew know. there's a shooting. That was also not a thing that would have crossed my mind in 1999 at an event like that if I heard a bunch of sirens. Mm-mm. I would have thought other things. What could be going on down there? Right. Did someone steal something? Did, did someone have a heart attack? Hell, right. did, did the skywalk collapse? I don't know. Right. But a lot of things. It wasn't that. It's not a mass shooting or people getting caught in crossfire. And now it's the first thing. Yeah. It's the thing. Oh, there's a bunch of sirens. A bunch of people must have got shot. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, we'll take a break. Yeah. End on that. Uh, note, we'll come back and try and do the lighter side if we can. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. All right. News. Other stuff in the news. Do you guys remember Rachel's Dol- Dolezal? Yeah, I saw her trending for some reason. Yeah, she's, uh, she's back in the news. I forgot. I think we talked about her. Maybe I'm just dreaming this because we've talked about so many. But did we talk about her having an OnlyFans at one point? Sounds vaguely Doesn't familiar. It, it does seem familiar. But I think then you I just would kinda, remember that. Then you just kind of think that like, yeah. I, I would remember I that. think we might have talked about it. Um, and you might have had a, a good reaction to it. Like, I'd like to see Rachel Dolezal. I would. Fans. Someone with a good memory who listens, maybe you'll know if we brought that up in the past. It's just difficult. A, le- a celebrity at her level, and then you say, only fans. I'm at the point now where I go, I think, I think I knew that, or maybe I just expected it. 
But Rachel Dolezal, and if you don't know who she is, she was the white woman who was uh, infamous, I would say, famous, infamous. Infamous. Um, because she claimed to be black. And uh, she was head of what the Spokane, Washington, NAACP mm-hmm, chapter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was, uh, you know, relieved of her duties at, at, at uh, that post. I believe because it was discovered that she was white, but it could just be because of the negative attention that was brought. I don't really remember. It's been a few years now. They did do a documentary about her. I know that because I remember watching it. I watched it. it. Yeah, yeah but now did. I just don't remember it. I know I watched I it. You do? Yeah. You remember what, what you learned about her? She had a sibling that they yeah. talked to, right? Did that seem right? Yeah, she... And when did she decide that she... She was raised she could, in an African-American family to some degree. Oh, she was? I don't remember There's that There's something about that, yes. Her parents were white, but I. But it could be that they put her up for adoption. I don't know. I just because at the time I remember the, the big right. scandal. I suppose was that the media looked into it, and both of her parents were white. Because she was kind of playing. This I remember there was something strategy. about it that you were like that. We were both like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Like it's not as it's egregious, but it's not as egregious. You know what I mean? Like yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I can't what remember. that was exactly. I, don't remember. I might be interested. It's I've forgotten enough now that I'm kind of interested. To go back and see it because I really don't remember, and maybe there was something to because I, I for the life of me can't remember why she decided or at what point she decided. I think I can pull this off and I can live my life as a black person. Now the media says that she identified yeah. or identifies as black. Uh, I also can't remember for sure if she ever actually said that she identified as black or if once she was, you know, found out so to speak. That she was like, okay, I'm not. Black. I don't remember what it was. I, I can't remember, but of course, p- people are quick to say that that's how she identified. Anyhow, she's been let go from another job now. First, mm-hmm. she was let go from that NAACP job. Now, she's been let go from a uh, uh, school district in Arizona where she was apparently working because she's got this OnlyFans account. So it always comes back to OnlyFans. Making headlines once again, Rachel Dolezal, now going by Inkechi Diallo after posting explicit photos on OnlyFans shared on public websites. A statement from the Catalina Foothills District says in part, quote, her posts are contrary to our district's use of social media by district employees' policy and her staff ethics policy, then adding confirmation that she no longer works there. It's concerning to me if it's going on. I would just need to know more context about it. Diallo came under fire back in 2014 when she was accused of misidentifying herself as black while serving as the head of the NAACP in Spokane, Washington, before resigning amid the backlash when it came to light she is white. Okay, now I'm reading this from a CNN website. They say that as of the time they posted this article, that there is a link to her OnlyFans account in her Instagram bio. So if you go to her Instagram, check out the bio, there's a link there. Now, the other thing is that they said that she changed her name, but her Instagram still appears to be, according to CNN, Rachel Dolezal. I clicked on it, and it pops up there. And let me just see. She's got a link tree. Okay, so it's R-A-C-H-E-L for Rachel and then D-O-L-E-Z-A-L. And I think her Instagram is just all one word, Rachel Dole is all. Looks like she has about 64,000 followers. And then if you look in her bio there, there's a little link tree. She's got my art, my podcast, my book, my Netflix documentary. It was on Netflix and my only fans right there at the bottom. Well, I can't find her. Rachel Dolezal, all one word. You tried that? All one word, huh? Yeah. R-A-C-H-E-L-A-D-O-L-E-Z-A-L. Wait, what is it? Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L. Yeah. And then, oh, so there's an A in there because it's Rachel there. A. Dolezal. 
G O. There we go. Yep. You found no, it? I got it. Yep. Okay. It was Six, that was missing. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. 64,000 followers, right? Yeah. Click that link tree, and boom. Yeah, I just can't remember that documentary. Does she have she have kids? Yeah. I was thinking she had well, kids. Well, this first one is a picture that says, my son is a whole husband, and her son oh. is black. Oh, okay. So that's her son there? So I okay. remember there was something. Yeah. That sounds familiar, too. But so does the OnlyFans, for that matters. I think I may have seen some of the previews from the OnlyFans. If there's a celebrity or a school teacher or a mom in the news for having an OnlyFans, you better believe I'm at least going to try and find a little sample. Remember the OnlyFans mom who put the big advertisement on the back of her Dodge Durango. You guys remember her, right, in Florida? Oh, yeah. We, we suspected that she probably put her kids in a private Christian school just so that she could get her kids kicked out of that private Christian school, which would get her the attention she needs to make her OnlyFans account successful because she had a giant ad. It took up the whole back window of her uh, SUV, of her Durango, and it said OnlyFans, and then it had her name in there. And the school said, look, you're coming to pick up kids at the school. You got this giant OnlyFans ad there. You can't have that. They kicked the kids out. This is really amazing, though. There's an update to that story. So actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever told you that the kids had been kicked out. I think at the time I told you that story, they had told her that she had to take the stickers off the car. She couldn't come pick up the kids anymore. And she was saying, you know, I have to drop my kids off across the street now. And then they have to walk across busy lanes of traffic to get over to the school. I think that was where the story was at when I last told you guys about it. And we looked her up. She's very attractive. But since then, the kids have been kicked out of school. But what's truly amazing is... There was a mother who sparked all this, a mad mom, if you will, who had taken to TikTok. She'd been in line at the school. She had seen the advertisement for the OnlyFans on the car. She got upset about it, went on TikTok, complained about it. That mom has now also had her kids kicked out of the Christian school. Why were her kids kicked out of Christian school? I'm not totally clear, but apparently it all still has to do with this OnlyFans account. So the school is saying, look, we don't want any distractions. And yeah, the OnlyFans model mom, she was a distraction. And so her kids being here, that was a distraction. But you bitching about the OnlyFans model mom. That's I guess. So I am coming on here to vent. I'm stunned. I'm shocked. Um, Mm. I was disgusted. Um, Like, why? Why am I I looking at this? The car has an OnlyFans decal on it, advertising a site that includes pornography. Text him and I said... Yeah, this is not going to, this is not cool. We're going to do something about this. And that set off a social media firestorm and led to the school expelling the two children of the mom driving around with the OnlyFans ad. Now Thomas tells Fox 35 her six children have been kicked out of the school, too, because she aired her complaints on social media. Mm. A student may be expelled as a result of a parent or student causing unresolved disharmony and conflict with staff or other parents. I think they created disharmony within the community by allowing for pornography to be advertised for two years on private Christian school grounds. Now, a total of eight children, two from the original OnlyFans complaint, and now Thomas's six kids have all been expelled this month. I feel like uh, as a Christian institute, you have to make a stand for biblical truth if that's what you're going to proclaim. Well, apparently they did, and they also took a stand against people causing a scene and giving them national media attention that they don't want. And your complaint on TikTok... I guess they think at least caused that. So you got the original OnlyFans mom. Right. We'll call her Piper. She's got a real name, but I like calling her Piper because that's her stage name and she looks okay. like a Piper. Sure. So Piper 
she was the one who made headlines. That was like at the beginning of the month. And she got banned from dropping her kids off at school. Then her kids get kicked out of the school. She complained. I'm trying to follow. Like I'm looking. I'm hearing. Her kids got kicked out of school. So then she complains. You know, that woman who was on TikTok complaining about me having an OnlyFans, she's the only reason that I'm not allowed to drop my kids off at school and that now my kids have been kicked out of the school. It's all her fault. And now that woman, who Piper was mad out, mad at, has also had her kids kicked out of the school. So the woman who was doing the Why, original complaining, That's what I can't. Because the school is saying we don't like any distractions. It's really not clear. The message they gave the media is that we don't want anything that causes disharmony, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand why the mom who complained got, kicked off, got her kids kicked out of school. But it sounds like they're saying, this is just me guessing here, that they're saying, you brought this OnlyFans attention to our school. Because I you like it. It sounds like a it. school. It sounds like, sounds like a school punishment. It sounds like, like a, if y'all can't get along, then we movie. all have detention. Right. It so they just basically like handled it like a school. Yeah. And they're like, fine. You're yeah. all in trouble. Yeah. None of you can come here. Right. I they, like it. They say other go pack over there. Yeah. They say other parents were complaining about Piper's advertisements, but from what I gather, the only person who I for sure know was complaining was that woman that you just heard. She was the one that made the video like, I can't believe that they would allow this on school ground, blah, blah, blah. I think there's scissors in there, too. Thank you. And so Piper gets mad about that, and now, apparently, her kids have been kicked out. Klein now claims that the parent who exposed her on TikTok to the school got her own kids expelled just days after her kids, after Piper's kids Mm -hmm. were expelled. Speaking in a Facebook video, Klein said, the girl who caused so much drama and crap in my life just got her own kids expelled. Man. You got your own kids expelled. Are you happy with yourself? Now your nine or 12 kids, plus my two, she's taking a shot at how many kids she has, uh, plus my two are all affected because you couldn't stop running your damn mouth. Yeah. She labeled the other mom ignorant and ridiculous before saying, look how many kids you have caused issue for, for a decal. I hope it's worth it. My kids are totally fine, sweetheart, and I'm making a little bit more than your TikToks are. So good luck with your homeschooling those nine kids. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. He's like, yeah, I hope your TikTok's bringing in the bread because I know my right, OnlyFans is. My OnlyFans. You better believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So Good for her. But well, the other one should start an OnlyFans. She needs to at this point. Yeah. If, you know, what options You're already basically have? getting the same punishment. Yeah. I guess you're saving a lot of money by your kids getting kicked out of that expensive private school, so you could send them to public school. That might save you some money. But since you're already getting the attention, strike while the iron's hot. Get that OnlyFans going because I'm not saying you're going to make as much money as Piper. I'm not saying that you necessarily have an OnlyFans look, but you could have that girl next door thing. She's all that. You never know what guys are into. Exactly, but also she looks like the she's all that. She could totally – transform herself, I think. You go, what was that the the mom who was complaining? You might be surprised. Yeah. I know. Well, Rachel Dolezal apparently has. I'm sure there's some things that I look at, and the person who made it is like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think anybody would look at that <laughs> over and over and over again. Amazing. I mean, it's paying me to make another one. <laughs> uh, Travis Kelsey talked to his brother on the podcast about the mm-hmm. interaction with that. Andy Reid. You know, I so earlier when you went down to smoke, I was watching Inside the NFL, and they showed the clip of him that we've all seen now of him yelling at Andy Reid on the sideline at the game. And when you see it not in slow motion, it's such a quick thing. During the broadcast, they kept showing it in slow right. motion. He's running up. He grabs him. Andy looks like he almost falls over. When you see it at normal speed, you see him slam his helmet, go over. He's like, no, oh, you shouldn't have taken me out of the game. And that's that. But 
Travis did apologize, says he wished he would have handled things differently, but he also said that Andy didn't seem to care about it. And Jason defended him. I think Jason tried to preface some of his comments with, I'm not defending this behavior or something along those lines. But he was basically saying that it's not that big of a deal. And if you played the game, you'd know. And also it actually shows two people who really get along well because you have to have a great relationship in order to feel comfortable directing that frustration at someone who's you know kind of your boss and i don't either man it's uh, it's definitely unacceptable and i uh i, I immediately wish i would have took it back coach reed actually came right up to me after that and didn't didn't even have harsh words for me i was ready to get a ass chewing and for him to just tell me to be better and he just let him know hey man i love your passion I got cameras on me all over the place, man. You know, this is that. Yeah. Uh, you don't want He's things to come you know, off. Not, not to be like that. Yes, yeah. for sure. He's lit, and man, it just made me, just fired me up even more to go out there and get a victory for him, man. Because that's how much I love that dude, man. But, no doubt. So, Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby. You just got to you gotta have your head on a swivel because next time he gets fired up at you, he's coming hot at you. You know that. Oh, yeah, I deserve it. If he would have if he would have cold cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, Whoa, yeah I'm not even going to be Me and Coach B enemy used to get after it like that. I honestly, he gets fired up. I get fired up. I just, I we just love playing this, man. I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals who know that like this doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. There you okay. go. So there you go. Yeah, I'm sure you'll probably watch that. Inside the NFL sure. episode, right? At some point, it's it is kind of interesting to see it in real time. Did did Snowcone, You were watching it earlier, I think right? It is, did they know, have the audio, or was came. it just the video? I they saw haven't the shown the audio. Okay, in, inside really? the NFL didn't show it. Okay. It was shocking to see. Yeah, but it also was. I think you know. I think we got we all kind of came to the conclusion as I asked people that I know. You know, all like you know, hey, all coaches. And this stuff, happens. Right? It's between a coach and a player. They and didn't seem to think it was good crazy. With it, then it's good. Yeah, it seemed like the overwhelming majority of them acted like no. Everyone that I talked to, okay, At, literally like, everyone, unanimous. Okay, yeah, I, I, you know, don't play football. May come as a surprise, but don't play. Never been in the NFL. You know, I do I think about it the other way. Like. like, you know, what if it doesn't matter? You know, but what if it? What if Andy would have done that to him? Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I'm curious as to how he would feel about that. Okay, and then say it's not Andy because he's an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. But let's say it was Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. And the guy who dropped the pass in that 49ers game came off the field. What if Dan Campbell would have just been screaming at him like that and then pushed him? Yeah. I, I think Dan Campbell would get fired. I, I'm being, Fired? Really? Like, I, I maybe. I mean, it's like, certainly like, thing you can't put your happen. hands on a play. We know, we know that. I mean, it used to happen, right? You'd see coaches yell at players and get in their face and yeah, yell at them. But never right? like they grab them by the player. They grab them by their. I feel like I can see them grabbing them by the jersey, like yeah, you listen to get, me. Yeah. Or grabbing them by the face mask or their trouble. helmet. I know they're you know a little more sensitive about that stuff these days. I felt like the big scandal was that technically that's your boss, right? He's the coach. You're the player. Right. I mean, I don't you know. I don't be know what it would be. I think if, so, like if, a, if a college coach did it, yeah, I think they'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. You know? And even though, like we say, all their college kids, are, they're adults. Yeah. They're over the age of 18. So, you know, I don't know. I just think, you know, have that, you know. Well, what but about- it is what it is. It didn't work out that way. You know, we could, you know, 
we could put all these hypothetical situations out there, but it was between Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, and they seem to be good with it. So, what about your what bosses? Are, you've had, you've worked for bosses that you get along yeah, with. I have well, been downstairs can... and mf'd my RO boss a thousand times, and and, and our, he's done it back to me. Our old boss that we worked with more closely, whom we're friends with, right? A thousand over times over the years when we were working directly for him. There's times when, and he didn't times. say, you know, that's it. You're not ever allowed to talk to me like that. Now, it depends on the personality of the person. He could have it said does. that. But I always got the impression from him that it was kind of like what people say. Well, about I think you kind of realize where that relationship is. I remember, you know, I've always had that attitude, but I worked for a guy in Detroit, and I really, you know, got in a lot of trouble. And he, you know, called me in his office and was like, this is a business I expect you to act like one. Yeah. Well, there's no way at that point I would have been like, well, screw you. Right. Right? I mean, but our other two bosses, I come down to be like, Setting what the, the heck? And I, then, yeah. you know, you kind of set the, the expectations mm-hmm. of where you are. And I'm guessing Andy set those expectations. I have no reason and to doubt That's what him. I heard people say and immediately right. was, no, Andy, that happens with Andy all the time. Right. People yell. He, says to, he tells them and he encourages them to bring that yeah. passion onto the field. Okay. Yep. And that seemed to be Andy's response after the yep. game to everyone. And I do think, and I'll say it one last time, but watch it and, and look at it in real time. Because we were also talking about, like, the angle of it, and it was hard to tell exactly what he was doing beforehand. When you see the whole thing, it's such a quick moment. It's just right. a, ah, come on! Don't take me out of the game, sort right. of a thing. Also, I thought when I was watching it during the game that it looked like he was saying mother effer. I'm not positive that he was saying no. that. So I think, you know, and I know we got to take a break here, and we will, but I think the other part of that is how close and how Andy lost balance. That was the thing. If That's it. Like down, if you, but even if they're losing balance, like I think if he's mm-hmm. just yelling at him even, yeah. I, don't, I don't think people are even talking about it. I will say for Travis Kelsey, there's a lot of people who don't want to like you, man. Yeah. There's a, and you just, get, you just gave him more fodder, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like I don't think you care. But for people who didn't like you, or wanted a reason to not like you, you gave it to him. They'll use that as yeah. one of the reasons. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, they did yeah. already. So yeah. I don't like him. Yeah. Look how he talked to his coach. I mean, mm. so that's there. And the people who do like you, you know, they'll make an excuse for it. So whatever. It's the Church of Yo. Yo. Remember a long time ago you talked about, man, you know, I've got kids now. You think about what could you teach them to do so that they could be rich? You know, do you try and turn them into Patrick Mahomes quarterbacks? Odds of that. Pretty low that it works out. There's injury and all those things. Maybe it's being a kicker, right? Kicker, I should, I should punter, train him to be a kicker or a tennis. punter. Yeah, they just focus on that from tennis, the time they're man, a kid. you got to get a tennis racket and bomb Pop's hands. And just let him Because go. the beauty of tennis is you like reach your peak at 16, mm-hmm. which means you're still in control of the money. <laughs> that would be nice. Mm. Like any other sport, they don't reach their peak. They could hate you. Mm. But with tennis, like, you know, they're playing professionally at 16. Mm-hmm. That's... I was training to be a kicker. Like, I I was a kicker for a football team, and then I had a neighbor who was an ex-NFL kicker. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients. 
Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Picker, who was like my parents were paying him to give because me lessons. Because you played soccer or something? I played soccer like my whole life, and I had a really strong leg. And so I became a kicker on the football team, and then my parents really thought like I had a chance of at least going to college. Sure. So they were paying this NFL kicker, this ex-NFL And how did you stop? I got into high school and started chasing girls and smoking pot and didn't care anymore. Man. Our, our kicker at school had I wish started I in high school. He'd never tried until high He was a soccer player. Mm-hmm. He realized he could kick and he started in high school. I thought, what if this guy had practiced How far could you a kick kid? a field goal? At that point, not very far. I mean, I, I can't even tell you now, but I mean, I don't know, 20 or 30 yards or something, I'm guessing. It's, it's, it's been so How long. How old were you? This would have been right before high school. So like well, not bad. Yeah, Thirty-yard field goal for an eighth grader. I, I, is pretty I good. could be wrong on that, but it was something. Especially when there. you have translucent legs. Yeah, yeah. And, and to do it with you know, see-through legs. I wasn't consistent, you know, yeah. yet. But I was training. Yeah. Like that's what my parents like. Their goal for me was to be like a kicker. Yeah, but the the one downside Which of the one? kicker. Which dad? Stepdad. Okay. The one downside of being a kicker is the yips, right? That you did could be kind really of sound like it. maybe it would be the pumpkin patch, Dan. It could, yeah. yeah I mean, just from the way, like, hey, I, invented, I invented a waffle cone maker or whatever it was, and a, I own a pumpkin patch, and you're going to be a kicker. Let's do this. Like, uh-huh. I like the idea behind it. But yeah, we talk no. about those people who are great kickers, and then suddenly they miss a field goal, and they can't ever make another one. It's yeah. like they get in their head. So there's always that risk, too. So I think I found the ultimate thing to train your kid in now. Okay. This is like a new option. And maybe you saw this story. But two kids from Colorado were just awarded their f- the, the first ever athletic scholarships to play D1. Any what? guesses? Nope. Cornhole. No. Really? Full athletic scholarships to play D1 Cornhole. Their names are Jackson and Gavin. They went to Thunder Ridge High School near Denver. Uh, it's got a pretty they go, strong where, cornhole where, program, I suppose. Where, where are they going to college? Uh, they're going to – I saw where they're going. Let me see here. They're obviously cornhole prodigies. 
Uh, they won the first ever high school championship together in 2021. A national signing day last week. Okay. They signed letters of intent to play D1 Cornhole for a Winthrop University in South Carolina. I thought it was a Carolina. Winthrop. Yeah. The school has... Uh, I mean, I've heard of that. Not given full details yet, but they've got a new coach at Winthrop, and apparently... And they play D1 Cornhole. I saw Cornhole on ESPN, you know, like a year ago for the first time, and I was like, whoa, this is a thing. I have a buddy of mine... His kid is on the bowling team. I didn't know high schools had bowling teams. Mine did not, or I would have been on it. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought about you. I thought, well, I know he did skeet no, shooting or whatever it's called. Yeah, we had to do bowling outside of school. It was separate. I mean, the schools were that'd be pretty cool. Not not officially affiliated with it. And I'm like, you know, I know when he plays. I'm like, hey, how do you do? How do you do? Like, you know. now we bowled in school in PE. We would go to the bowling alleys and bowl. We never did any of that. But we didn't have a school sponsored uh, team. I that, bowled that in a awesome. league when I was little. Yeah, that's what I did. I bowled in leagues. The whole time I was growing up. But we didn't have a school one. I wish. We didn't have a swimming pool either, though. That was something else I heard about. You know, schools that used to have swimming pools. Every yeah, school used to have one. a swimming pool. And uh, our school was brand new. Didn't have a swimming pool. And they said, yeah, they're not really doing it anymore. I think it was an insurance. We had one, but we didn't have to swim. Really? Yeah. So we had a swimming pool, but I think just a swim and dive team used it. Like in PE, there was never like a swim class or anything okay. that I had. To, I would absolutely remember having to put on a bathing suit yeah, and going swimming. Of course, we just didn't. It was just for the. We had a swim and dive team. Those people were out there, and they did it. They did it, but never. And maybe I just didn't take the right PE class. Maybe there was yeah. different classes, but I never had to go to. I was on the swim team, not the uh, high school swim team, but the local swim team. Yeah, me too. Uh, we had a swim team at school, what? but I they had to go to Y or somewhere to uh, practice, which. I always thought it was weird because, like I said, it was a brand new school, but they said they weren't building pools in most new schools. My parents definitely talked about having to swim when they were Chad kids. wants to know if your pool is full of lemons. Well, which pool? I didn't have a pool. <laughs> That's what I'm which telling you. pool? Didn't have a pool, man. That's we how they train you? They just put a, a lemon in front of you, like a carrot in front of a horse? Like, yeah. You put lemons in front of you the whole time? You're chasing someone, I'm like, I want to go home, coach. The coach is saying, you don't have a home. Keep swimming. <laughs> That's where I got it. All right. Are we done? Yep. All right. Well, hey. I do. We, we put out the links to the interview with Jason Kander, and uh, I, I hope you listen to it. Uh, find it. It should be on all of our social media uh, pages. It's even on my threads. So yep. there you go. So there you go. Find it, listen to it, and I, I hope you share it because I do think there's an answer in there. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Jason Kander's wrong. But I think there's an answer in there, and, and so I hope you listen to it, and I hope you share it. Uh, right? Absolutely. All right. Good show, Jason Kander. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.